I'm Haley. I'm Sean. And welcome to Haley Hates Everything. I pick a surprise topic. And I get high and opinionated so we can discuss it together. So grab a snack and hang out with us for Haley Haley Hates Hates Everything. Hello and welcome to Haley Hates Everything. This is Sean, your co-host, and of course, without further ado is Haley. what's up you varmints what? <laughs> how's it going finn hated me talking loud you're gonna hear him growling he's gonna he's gonna have to go to his little crate at some point here because <laughs> it's just gonna keep happening yeah damn anyway hello he upstaged me i'm not okay with that hi hi sean how you doing hey doing pretty good how about yourself I'm okay. My nose has been stopped up. Oh, okay. You know, I'm tired, but it's fucking hot outside. Can we mention that? (laughs) Yes, it is. It's uh, hot. It was over 100 degrees today. Not okay. Yep. And July 2022, just in case you're listening to this sometime in the future, it was hot. It was hot. Pacific Northwest. Yeah, too hot. We're in the hundos, which shouldn't be. No, 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 no. You're a grown man. You can't be saying in the hundos. Hundo. That's not... Just say it like a normal person. In the hundreds. Here's what I've learned <laughs> this week. I want to give a PSA to people who don't have a thyroid, to people who know someone who has or does not have a thyroid, if they got a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. I, I don't like the heat. I don't like the sun and people think it's because i'm a bougie princess like that's how they treat me when i have a preference over like i'd rather be in the shade i'd rather not be outside when it's hot i can't handle a lot of that yeah or i get stabby (laughs) yeah true so many times when i mention it there are people who are like yeah me too but that's like maybe 20 percent of people everybody else is like oh you'll deal with it you know like (laughs) you're being too dramatic oh you're so crazy and treat me like (laughs) i'm some kind of bougie princess all right i'm gonna try to make this quick so keep me on track sean okay because i am high hello i'm high and (laughs) i do have a a major heat intolerance since my thyroid has gone away and it is different than it was before I had my thyroid. Like I, you know, I still had an issue with it being hot. I'm no longer, I'm from the South. I'm no longer acclimated to that particular weather <laughs> nightmare atmosphere. I mean, and I have gotten to a point where I don't like the heat very much. Anyway, it's gotten worse since I had my thyroid removed. Like when, remember when we did the whale watch in, in Victoria? Yeah. And our lips turned purple. We didn't realize that we were that cold. We were very windblown. It was great fun. We were the only people that chose to stay out on the deck and look at the beautiful scenery and look for whales. I got a really great picture of some sailboats while we were out there. Like, it was totally worth it. Oh, yeah. But it was Canada, and I was wearing (laughs) shorts and and a hoodie on a boat. Anyway, I got cold. But here's the difference. Like, you were cold. Your lips were a little purple. You warmed up within like 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, probably sooner than that, but I'm just being extra there. (laughs) I was so cold that my lips were purple for quite a while. It took three hours for me to warm up. Yeah. So, and that's the same thing with the heat. If I overheat, 
I get really stabby. I feel like I'm going to pass out. And then it takes a really long time for me to cool down. And, and so it just, it affects me more. And people do treat me like I'm a bougie princess. So I kept thinking like, no, this is really how I feel. And yeah, I don't like the heat, but also it's different now since my thyroid's been gone and it does greatly affect me. And it's hard to convey that to people because you can't make them feel the same thing so they understand, (laughs) you know? And sometimes I just think it's me and there's no way that I'm going to be able to prove to people that I'm not being a bougie princess, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's part of my trauma too, because I want to like prove to people that I'm worth their time or their attention or Mm. uh, of being seen as a decent human being, whatever it is. So I'm working on that. But I just kept thinking it was kind of me. There was something wrong with me besides not having a thyroid. But I came across this Insta story from this lady and I could see that she had a thyroid scar and I was very excited because I don't (laughs) see a lot of people who have that and who understand. So I was intrigued by her Insta story. I started following her not that long ago. Her and her husband are plus size people. They love to travel out on Instagram. She's the portly passengers. You can check her out. She met Josh Gates, which I'm so jealous. (laughs) So jealous. If you guys don't know Expedition Unknown, I think it's on National Geographic or oh, I thought it was on Discovery. Discovery Plus now. Okay, yeah, maybe it is Discovery. Even jumping around. Whoever does Shark Week, I guess that's Discovery. Uh, Expedition Unknown. Josh Gates. Yes, Josh Gates. Check wonderful it, it explorer, archaeologist, etc., etc. I'm listening to her Insta stories because, and I don't remember her name off the top of my head because I I haven't been following her that long, so I she's not a regular yet in the whole lineup of Instagram, however, whatever it's called right now. So. She starts talking about how she got a sunburn and she's so much more sensitive to the sun and the heat and everything since she's been taking thyroid medication. And she went on to say, and I I have burned very easily and very intensely since I started taking thyroid medication. I still have a tan, uh, tan in quotes, on my foot. There are lines. (laughs) lines on my skin where I was cooked to death on the top of my foot from my birthday last year. <laughs> yeah. So thanks Chacos. Yeah. And, and I got a burn on my chest in 2018 and now every time I get really nervous or overheated, my whole chest is just this red splotchiness where that sunburn was. And it is not cute. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I want it to stop. So anyway, she goes on to talk about she's having these issues. It's because of her thyroid medication. It says it on the bottle. There's a big warning and, and all of this. And she has to take that medication for the rest of her life because she doesn't have a thyroid. Oh, miss. Me too. Me too. Except I've never seen a warning on my thyroid medication about it making me more sensitive to the sun. Hmm. Mine has never had that. And no doctor has ever mentioned it to me. No one's ever mentioned it. And so I felt very validated. I felt very seen. I felt very like, here's someone who gets it. It was a very nice feeling. But also, if you are someone who takes thyroid medication for whatever reason, if you know someone who does, maybe be aware of this. Maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe you've been experiencing this, but nobody's ever said anything to you and you have no idea if anybody else is dealing with this. Yes. We're dealing with it. (laughs) And I just want to make people aware, wear your sunscreen, put it on extra, like take a fan with you. Don't go out in the sun. If you don't like it, set some boundaries. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. tell people what you need and you know don't feel bad about it so most likely you do know someone who's taking thyroid medication because a lot of people have messed up thyroids for a variety of reasons Mm -hmm. and this might apply to you or someone you know someone you love so i just want to make people aware that's my PSA. I tried to make it short and sweet. I did okay. I did. I could have gone on so many more tangents. I thought of a lot of stories about stuff, but I'm not going to do it today. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> All right, Haley. Hmm? Are you ready for the topic? I'm always nervous, but let's do it. Let's do it. What is it? This is a topic that I would say you've been aware of for a large portion of your life, and Uh-oh. I don't I don't know if you've ever really enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that could be so many things. All right. Straight to it? Yeah. It's like inspirational children's books. Inspirational children's books? Yeah, between your depression and your trauma, you're usually not a big fan of these. Oh, okay. I guess it depends on what it is, I suppose. <laughs> like, what is the message? What What is it saying? Yeah, 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 Maybe. True. Like, some I like. Some are good. Some I'm like, I'm glad the kids have that because I never had that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But some I'm like, this is some fucking propaganda. Yeah, I got a wide swath. Okay. That can be covered here. Okay. (laughs) You look like you're up to something. It's very, I'm very suspicious of anything you're going to throw at me now. There's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. Baby, that's my life. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you need to write a children's book. That's my mental health on a daily basis. Like, I just started crying the other day for no reason. I I felt shitty. I didn't know why I felt shitty, and I cried most of the day. I don't know why. And it happens occasionally. It hasn't been as bad lately. Yeah. Okay, so inspirational children's books. Now, this is not a topic, like, if you were, you said, Haley, name everything you hate. I don't know if this would be at the top of the list somewhere. You know, like, I no. feel I feel like this is down the list of things I hate. Yeah, that could be, yeah, yeah. But I'm, you know, I know that you listen to me when I talk, which is very nice. The least you can do is my husband, right? But... I think by the end of this, you'll hate him. No, no doubt. (laughs) No, I trust you. But I'm just saying, you've probably heard me mention things that I don't remember mentioning. Mm, Okay, okay. Well, I I specifically remember one time, I was talking about, like, the little engine that could, and I forget how it it came up. You sure that was me? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> How long ago was You might that? have had some depressional feelings going on at the time. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, you're like, I forget, I, you know, I was bringing it up as something, you know, okay. uh, you know, cheery or whatever. And you're like, once the legend could get to the top, just falls off a cliff and they all fucking burn and die. <laughs> See, that does sound like something I would say. (laughs) I don't remember that happening, but that sounds like me. (laughs) On a bad day, you know? This fucking shit. This is not how things go. Yeah, I think that was... Because realistically, is that realistically, the little engine that could, he would get up there, go right off the cliff, hit the bottom, (laughs) explode. He's dead. Should have never gone up the hill. Well, here's something 
that you might not have recognized, or it's possible maybe in the edition that, that you read, I don't know if it's actually been changed in some editions, but... I'm glad you didn't say a long time ago, because I thought that was coming, and I was like, please don't, with the edge <laughs> thing, I can't right now. But even in the original telling of, of The Little Engine That Could, The Little Engine That Could was a female. Okay, that doesn't change anything. And all the engines that didn't want to help bring the toys and stuff to all the boys and girls were all male engines. Some people say that, that the little engine that could was a feminist hero. Okay, and what was what was the heroic part? I, what did she do? There's, she took... I have various things to say to that one statement, but here's the first one. What did she do? Because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> she went up a hill. I. That's all I remember. This is all. Ha this is all happening at me because I don't remember talking about the little engine that could. I'm just going along with what your memories are of what I said. All right. So here. I don't. I don't go around thinking about the little engine that could. I'm bringing up the original version of the little engine that could. Basically, the inspirational part at the end of the book is she's like. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I oh, think I can. She's a tiny ass engine and everybody else is big. Is that what the issue is? Yeah, yeah. And Essentially, like nobody thought she could do it. Well, plus the other also, engines. Also, they're not personifying this train. So why do they say it's a she and not just a train? I just don't get it because there's no people like characteristics of the train. You know, it just looks like a train. So mm -hmm. why can't it just be a train? Why does it have to be a she train or a he train? Do you know what? Does that. Am I explaining myself correctly? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I just don't get it. That makes me mad already. The other ones seem to be more male-leaning engines. Like this, this shiny new red one who is a passenger engine. And he doesn't want to pull, you know, toys and wholesome food for the children in the next town over or whatever. I got a lot to say about that engine. But I'm not going to say it. And then, uh, yeah, I think, let's see. It's the passenger engine. Oh, yep. The big, strong engine. He's a freight engine. Okay. He's, yeah, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, dog. Mm -mm. I don't do that. That's what he said? Uh, he literally says, I won't carry the likes of you. Wow. Also, to be mentioned, in, in at least this version of it, the clown that is in charge of kind of like petitioning the engines to, to carry these other carts. There's a clown that tells the engines what to do? Well, he's... The clown's petitioning. See, here's the clown. What the fuck is this? Yeah, the clown's like, hey, come on, you engines. We got these... these, these <laughs> hey, train <you> fucking engines! <laughs> we have these train cars full of toys and wholesome food for children. Why do they call it wholesome food? Does that just mean it's like apples and shit like healthy foods like foods with nutritional value is that yeah. what that means i i don't y'all i'm acting like i'm hearing this story for the first time and i'm high this stuff <laughs> is crazy this is nuts what is this about there yeah, is so. a fucking clown with a flag telling the trains which way to go like he's a cop in the middle of the street when the light doesn't work yeah, so see, basically, their engine is broken down, and the boys and girls on the other side will have no toys to play with and no wholesome food to eat unless you help us. The other side of what? The tracks? The other side of the mountain. The whole thing that... Oh, okay. <laughs> you did... Look, you haven't just told me the story in a very 
pleasing manner so I know what the fuck is going on. You're just scrolling through it, mentioning various things about it. Oh, there's a shiny engine. Oh, there's a big engine. Oh, wait, there's a clown. And there's toys and wholesome foods. That's all you've told me. And the train is a she. That's yep. everything that you've said to me. How am I supposed to know in context of what the fuck is happening? You haven't told me what's happening and why. All right. Synopsis. Except just now when you were talking about taking the toys to the other side of the mountain. Exactly. There's the clown. There's toys. Wholesome food. Okay. This is literally what you have just done. <laughs> You're just throwing nouns at me and not explaining why and what. Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay, so, but th that's look. This is not how you tell the story. All right. Hmm. You ready? You ready to listen? <laughs> All right, we're cutting this podcast episode short. Sorry, guys. <laughs> My dude. <laughs> I have been listening. So yeah, I've been ready to listen. <laughs> it's just the things that you are giving me are ridiculously out of context. <laughs> and you're not doing well at giving me a story. Okay. You're just giving me nouns. All right, and all then right. telling me, oh, well, don't be so stupid. This is what's happening. A bitch, you haven't told me what's happening yet. A story has a beginning and a middle and an end. Okay. You know, there are things that we need to know to set up the middle of the story to set up the ending. And all you've done is be like, oh, there's a this thing and a that thing and a that thing and this stuff, but it can't go here. And I was like, okay, well, where did this stuff come from? What is it? Where is it going? Why is it going there? You ha The story of the story is not what you're giving me. <laughs> so yes, I'm ready to listen. Are you ready to describe this correctly? All right, I will. I will endeavor to describe it correctly to you and our listeners in case they are not familiar with the little engine that could. Yeah, because here's the thing. They don't even see the pictures that you're showing me. They might be like, what the fuck is he talking about? They don't even have the pictures the as context. This is a more a service for them because I can at least see photos. Okay, quick synopsis. There's a train pulling carts that have toys and wholesome food in them. That train breaks down so clown gets out <laughs> you gotta stop right there why is there a clown he's one of the toys that go into the kids okay so so he is a, a living clown that's supposed to be a toy he's a toy that has come to life yeah, all the toys and he's are alive. a clown. That's not good. This is a horror movie. I don't understand why there's a clown there. And if he's like a real toy, are all the other toys real? I think so. And are they eating the wholesome foods? And there's not going to be any once the train gets to wherever it's going. I don't think toys have to eat. Has no one asked these questions? They're just alive. Perhaps through some sort of witchcraft or <laughs> some sorcery or something. No, who knows? It's not. It's not important to the moral of the story how these Look, toys became living. I think it's very important to the story. And you can't just throw a, a living clown into the mix and nobody questions it. It's very important to the story. I mean, literally, the clown is supposed to be telling them where to go now, I guess, according to you. That's very important to the story. So, like, how did they get alive? Are they, you know, sentient in all ways? Like, do they have to use the bathroom? Do they have needs? So. Do they... 
Do they eat? Do they, you know? It's more like Chucky, you know. Perhaps okay, they've I mean, been inhabited by the souls of, of uh, prisoners or something. Here's the thing. I, I'm very limited in my Chucky knowledge. <laughs> so very limited in my Chucky knowledge. So anytime you're just going to throw out Chucky facts, I just I need you to act like I don't know what the fuck mm. you're talking about. Because I, tr- I truly don't know a lot about Chucky. I'm trying to think of some other living dolls that you would be familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like Annabelle, I don't know. Well, but see, that's not, I wouldn't describe that as a living doll. Oh, She's a possessed doll who okay. can somehow move, but even though we never really see her move, she just turns her head all weird and shit like that. <laughs> is is it like, is the clown like a human moving around? Or is it like an Annabelle where he's just sitting there talking, but nobody knows where the voice is coming from? Or what is the deal? The little toy clown waved his flag. That really doesn't tell me anything. He's a toy clown. He's a little toy clown. That's all it tells me. I see that part. (laughs) That's all it tells me is that he's a little toy clown. Yeah. The way they drew him, he seems bigger, like a human, and that really scares me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he looks he looks human sized. Yeah, and I'm still perhaps concerned. even larger than than a normal man. I'm still concerned about him being a living toy clown. I don't know why he's in the train. Anyway, go ahead. It's it's a nightmare. Continue on with the story. <laughs> the the train breaks down. The clown pops out, <laughs> and he's telling this other engine to like, hey, come on, dude. Yeah, he happens to have a flag apparently. It's good that he had that, so he can yeah. kind of flag down the other engine. Don't all clowns have flags? Their pockets are kind of like a clown car. They can just fit all kinds of stuff in there. So. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. So, basically, so, the clown's, like, flagging down engines. You know, hey, you guys, our engines broke down. We need to get over the mountain. He is creating chaos. <laughs> As clowns do, by and the way. all these different engines come along, and they're like, nah. We ain't doing that. All these other male trains are like, nope, not going to do this. Right. Female train comes along. She's like, all right, I'm pretty small, but you know what? Uh, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to help you out. Let's get you over this hill. Let's get all these toys, living toys, to these boys and girls and some wholesome food. So then she she gets them hooked up to her. She's going up the hill. It's it's a slog. It's really hard. But she's like, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. And as she does, she gets over the hill and everybody's happy. She's like, I thought I could. I thought I could. And they get to town and boom, save the day. Then she explodes. (laughs) (laughs) They have exhausted her to empty and no one sticks around to help her. They leave her. She's out of fuel. She's left derelict. Mm-hmm. Her knees don't work no more. She's done. <laughs> Bitch is done. She needs help. <laughs> oh, shit. And ain't nobody there. So now I'm caught up on the little engine that could. Yep. And as we saw, that quickly became what sean was pointing out originally that i said i didn't remember doing i think i just did it (laughs) (laughs) and that's how it comes out he pushes me and pushes me so i get angry (laughs) and then i just i done had it see here's in a later version they go into a little more deep oh so even the the wholesome food is apparently living here oh these next ones the oranges and apples actually have little faces on them that's not okay what happens when you eat oh. them? They just scream. Yeah, and the and bottles die. of milk have eyes and feet. 
Yeah, everything. Oh, oh, that's creepy. Peppermint drops and lollipops? Oh, for after meal treats. Hmm. Everything's alive. Yeah, all the toys. This is disturbing. That's truly. Clown. Look, that clown looks human sized as well. Yeah. Unless this is a truly tiny train. Yeah, I don't know. Because are we to believe that monkey is also human sized? Y'all, these pictures. <laughs> the bear, the teddy bear is very cute, though. Very round of tummy, like a Winnie the Pooh situation. <laughs> and he's twins. He's twins. Look at him. He's so cute. Look at his little bear belly. Look at his little bear thighs. Oh, my God. And his little paws are so short. And his head's so tiny for his tummy. Oh, my God. He's so cute. If y'all look at any of this, go look at these twin bears. They're so cute. You know what? I'm going to try to put them on our Instagram. Remind me. There you go. Okay. Those are so cute. Freaking bears. I'm going to call them the tummy bears. They're tummy bears. <laughs> They're so cute. Tummy bears. <laughs> bouncing here and there and everywhere. <laughs> they are human and they are bears. They are the tummy bears. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, so as any good story. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. Okay. I... I do want to continue. All right. But is that the egg? Humpty Dumpty? Humpty Dumpty. I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> is that the egg? You know, the famous egg. The the fall down and break egg. How fucking Humpty Dumpty is here, you guys. This is weird. Humpty Dumpty is here, just bouncing around with some overalls or some shit. Those fucking bears, though. Look at their little butts. They're so cute. Uh, see, she's more of like a Thomas the Tank Engine type on, on here, maybe. I don't know. I guess the face is on the steam pipe. In, in this. Why does she look like she's been hit in the eye? <laughs> <laughs> she comes to town with the black eye. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I got. I'm gonna have to screenshot some of these and, and oh, put look them the in bears. Instagram. They're dancing. Those. That's how I look when I dance. <laughs> <laughs> like those little bears. Oh my god, they're so cute. Oh my goodness. I'm going to cry if I see him run after that train anymore. <laughs> that little bear. He's running after it like he's going to be left behind and that makes me so sad. <laughs> also, that clown is fucking human sized. It just crawled up into that engine. I, th I think it's larger than human. It can't even fit in the, the train conductor section. That's at least a it's seven gigantic. foot tall clown and yeah. that is a nightmare. Oh yeah, he's massive. And look at his fucking makeup. Oh, he's not good, you guys. That bear looks terrified. Look at his little face. <laughs> Shit. That poor bear. He's gonna get murdered. Both of the twins are gonna go down. <laughs> oh no, clown, stay away from him. Well, as... Uh, just as that... I'm sorry, I, I okay. keep interrupting you. But just now as I'm reading it, when she's like, I thought I could, I thought I could, I want to weep. Really? <laughs> yes. What is that? I don't know. It just hit me, man. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I try. You know, I tried my best. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Oh, uh, Sean, why are Explore you doing this to me? Explore your feelings, Haley. She, she tried her best. She was the only one that mm -hmm. even offered to help. Yeah. And she didn't even think she could do it. <laughs> yep. And she helps them. 
Mm-hmm. And she's so proud of herself. <laughs> Indeed. But she's like, I thought I could. I don't know. It just. <laughs> I don't know, man. That just hit me. <laughs> I'm fucked up, ain't I? <sighs> oh my god, this bitch ass book done got me. <laughs> Oh my god. That's probably the title of the episode. <laughs> Just book has done got me. I think that's the title. <laughs> well, I guess in this case, you're you're not hating the this inspirational children's book. I didn't say I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it done got me. (laughs) Well, in the case of the little engine that could, let's take that old story and bring it into the future. What is it going to be like when the little engine that could visits Pennsylvania? Or how about Georgia? Or Florida? Or Texas? What might the little engine that could find in Texas? (laughs) Yes, that's right. Sorry. (laughs) At Penguin Random House, they have revived the little engine that could, and the little engine that could is going to visit all 50 states. And it's already visited Mm -hmm. Halloween. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 Good night, little engine. Little engine that could 90th anniversary edition. Look at all these. Are we to believe it's not just about... The little engine that could take some stuff up a mountain because no one else was kind enough to do the same thing. This is the little engine that could roam the countryside wherever she wanted to go because nobody thought she could see all 50 states. I don't understand. Like She's she, kind of like the old Incredible Hulk. She right? can't Where... get to Hawaii. Are they going to have the little engine goes to Hawaii? How's that going to happen? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to leave Hawaii out? There are currently 31 titles. In the Little Engine That Could series. How? Uh, And here's my other thing that I totally forgot because I was so stuck on this. How does the Little Engine visit Halloween? How does that work? Does she just wait till Halloween comes around and then says she's visiting it? I don't know. It's just called Happy Halloween, Little Engine. Okay, you said the Little Engine goes to Halloween or whatever. (laughs) That's different. Like, fine, the Little Engine can celebrate Halloween to go to Halloween, which is what you said. (laughs) Is a completely different thing, and that blew my mind. And I wanted to know how that happened. Sorry, I guess. Also, it's just... they've made the engine very small, like a child, like a child-sized engine. You know, one of those those little trains on wheels that's in a mall or something. I think some, some places still have that. You know, for kids, they can ride around in it. Oh, this is the size, I think, of this train in this mm. book series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, apparently she got everybody coming back except the clown. There's the two little bears. Oh, okay, yeah, the clown is there. Except now he's in yeah, a Yeah, now he's a skeleton, skeleton clown. Suit. Yikes. Okay. For me, this ruins my whole emotional reaction to the, I thought I could. I thought I could. I thought I could. And my whole tearful reaction... <laughs> this ruins that. It annihilates that. There's no reason to even feel anything after that one because of all this bullshit. But she's going to visit Pennsylvania, Georgia, Illinois, Florida, Texas, Colorado, New York, California. There's a few, though, she does not need to go to. 
<laughs> I know. What you gonna find in Florida? Well, oranges. Disney yeah. World. Okay. Yeah. Key West. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. I've been a lot of places. Yeah, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of craziness is what's in Florida. Also, she's in Miami in this photo, and. <laughs> There's nothing for a baby train there. You know what I mean? Like, there's no need. And she's on the beach like it was her dream or something. <laughs> and she's a train. She's just going to get hot. And where? how is she going to go on the sand? She's there for spring break. She's going to get some shots, you know, maybe dance with some boys. Don't go to Miami, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Haley. You've lived in Georgia. Yep. What do you think the little engine that could is going to visit in Georgia? How's, how's this book going to go? Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure she'll go to the ATL. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty South. She'll probably go to the Coca-Cola Museum if she goes there. That's mm. a popular touristy thing, I think. Okay. The zoo is great. I went there for eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Not the whole of eighth grade, but we, it was a trip. Anyway, where else in Georgia? Probably some kind of peanut thing. Maybe some kind of plantation. There's various ones of those that people go to visit. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. She probably is not going to go to St. Simon's Island because nobody hardly knows about that. But I used to live close to there on the coast, Georgia. I don't know. Will she try to meet Hootie and the Blowfish? Georgia. Stone Mountain? I think the KKK used to meet over there or something. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm serious. Georgia. Oh, maybe she'll go to the Masters golf course in Augusta. Oh, yeah. My dad's buried right next to it. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) He's there. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very nice cemetery, too, by the way. But I think that's my example of small talk when somebody's like, oh, tell me about Georgia. And I'm like, oh, the the Masters is in Augusta. (laughs) My dad's buried right next to it. That's how I do small talk. I just realized that. Sorry. Have you been to the Pont City Market in I, Atlanta? No, I haven't. Apparently, that's the first place she's going to visit. Ponts, Pont City Market. Yeah. I never got to do a lot of touristy things in Atlanta, you know, because we're like three hours away. That's like going to Seattle from where we live now. It's oh, not something yeah, we get true. to do very often. Plus, I was a kid. But yeah, I didn't get to do a lot of touristy stuff in Atlanta. Mostly, I was in the airport when I was in Atlanta. <laughs> in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. That's somewhere we could go sometime in the future when travel is not as much of a nightmare. <laughs> is go check out Atlanta just for shits and giggles and see what's going on. Here's one I found. Froggy goes to the doctor. Froggy goes to the doctor. Mm. <laughs> this, I'm already triggered. I just like the cover here, like yeah. the, the frog doctor <clears throat> is holding the back of Froggy's head while putting a tongue depressor in his mouth no this gives me nightmares because i literally remember choking on giant popsicle sticks when i was a kid because they'd always shove that thing down my throat and it was too much for me it's a full open back gown like oh no i have stories about every (laughs) single part of this picture of just the cover besides his mom looks like a pterodactyl and the shoes that the doctor is wearing are hideous they look like scuba fins but with high heels on they got webbed feet they gotta have oh so we're to believe the doctor's also a frog i thought yes. froggy was just the frog it looks like a... so everybody's a frog she does have hair they're different colors too which and the yeah. mouth is different so Maybe i the... don't see frog from her 
whole demeanor. Maybe she's a toad? A toad doctor? I don't know. Still haven't <clears> seen hair on a toad, though, either, so Ugh. I don't know. No, I have some nightmare scenarios from real life just based on that photo alone. Going to see Dr. Mugwort. Oh, okay. Well, I love mugwort. <laughs> it's a wonderful herb. I love to put it in tea. It's supposed to help you with, like, lucid dreaming and stuff. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. it's supposed to help with that. And I, I think it does a, a good job. Don't take it. Don't take a lot of it if you don't want your period to happen, because it's supposedly if you take too much... Oh, really? It will bring on your oh. flow. Oh, that's so you have to be, you know, mindful of that. <laughs> anyway, I like the name Dr. Mugwort. I think I would trust a doctor more if, if a doctor in real life was named Dr. Mugwort. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's just crazy enough <laughs> that they might be great, you know? I, I like this book. Maybe we can go through the sample and go further on it. Okay. And here's something I want to say, too, just because we just went to the dentist. Our dentist looks like Dexter's brother and from the season one. And if you've never seen that, I don't want to spoil it, but he's not a good guy. So the first time we met our dentist, I was freaked out because he looks like Dexter's brother, who was a serial killer. Let's just face it. Yeah. Anyway, my point was, if his name was Dr. Mugwort, mm, yeah. it would change. He would go from serial killer to now he's a wizard. You know? True, true. He looks like Dexter's brother, and his name is Dr. Mugwort. He becomes yeah. a wizard. Yeah, true. Which I think is cool. Yeah, that's that's a great idea for, like, all doctors. Yeah, change it. Pretend like you're a doctor in Harry Potter world, and yeah. change it to something sure. fantastical, whimsical, magical, <laughs> you know, something like that. I will trust you more. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Have a name tag that says something, you know, like yeah, have yeah. the two, your regular name and your magical name. <laughs> and I will call you by the magical name to make myself feel better at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, like most of these stories don't seem all that realistic. Froggy woke up. Hooray. He thought no school today. It's my checkup day. I can get up late. Oh, so he knows he's going to the doctor. Yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. I've never known a child to be happy to go to the doctor. Already, I'm like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> Has he been bedridden for years? And this is finally his time to get better. Like, yay, I get to go to school and have friends. I've been sick for years. I've had froggy leukemia and now I'm better. This is my checkup day where they tell me I'm okay and I can be a real boy again. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking is happening. But then, I mean, obviously he goes, but wait, wait. Well, if the, what if the doctor gives me a shot? So I, he has had the realization kind of like you did of I mean, maybe this ain't going to be great. If that's all that you're worried about is a shot, congratulations. And his mom tells him to get up and he goes, oh, his feet even make a sound flop, flop, flop. That makes sense. He's a frog. <laughs> all right. That's the end of our that's sample. That's the end of the sample? I was just getting into it. <laughs> I was just so like, okay, how is this going to go? They pulled me in. Are, are you going to be froggy in this scenario? Oh, we're... Okay, what are we acting out? Yep, the rest of this book. Oh, the rest of the book? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, the rest of the book. Froggy goes to the doctor. Yep. He knows he's going to the doctor. It's his checkup. Oh, but wait, what if he gets a shot? Mm-hmm. And then he... Did he get up? Flop, flop, flop? Yeah, he went to the kitchen. Yep. Oh, he went to the kitchen. Okay. All right. So, all right. I'm Froggy's mom. Okay. And you're Froggy. 
Okay. Get in here and eat your cereal. We gotta get uh, we gotta get going to go to the doctor. I love cereal. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know we were doing voices. Okay. Uh, I thought you wanted me to act it out. I'm putting my all into this, homie. I'm giving this everything. Alrighty. You you ask a former actress to act something out and you don't expect a voice? You don't expect some kind of character study beforehand in this few seconds that it takes for you to start this skit? You tell me to act out a scenario. I'm bringing you what I got. All right. Sorry, I broke character. Please continue. Oh, I love cereal. (laughs) Stop laughing. Stop laughing. You, You broke first. Stop laughing at me. I'm not. I think I should have a banana today. Oh, that's a good choice. Because I'm going to the doctor. Indeed. And although, do you want an apple? They say apple a day take, keeps the doctor away. I guess that doesn't work. <laughs> Does that mean I don't have to go? Nope. Take a banana. You're eating a banana. <laughs> and and hurry it up. If, if you don't get going, we're going to be late. And then you don't know what's going to happen. Okay, so what's wrong with this mom? Because she sounds frazzled. And impatient, and I'm wondering what happened to her. She's is she a single mom? Because there's no frog dad. Here you go. Here, yeah, yeah, no, she is a single mom. This is the picture. So oh, here she's saying, "Get your fucking ass into Doctor Mugwort now." Yep. So the, you may inhabit your character. There's your character. There's my character. I don't want to go. Well, you gotta. We gotta do your checkup. You know, otherwise you can't go to school, be with your friends, any of that stuff. So we gotta oh. go do this. We gotta get it done. What if they give me a shot? I don't think that's happening this time. You got shots when you're a kid. I think you'd be fine. Last time you said they weren't going to give me a shot and they did. That was the first thing they did. Based on a true story. You know, I don't know. I I can't trust you. I can't trust the doctor. I can't trust anyone. Well, you're not going to have a whole lot of fun if if you don't trust anyone. And No shit. (laughs) I'm your mom. I'm telling you what's what. So fish up that nanner and go get changed. Already you have have looked over my boundaries and have not comforted me. You're fucking up my nervous system as we speak. Hey, watch your language. You're freaking up my nervous system. Okay, that's better. <laughs> You're frogging up my nervous system. <laughs> oh, you're going this whole neurodivergent thing again. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> I'm so offended. Well, honey, this is life, okay? You gotta get used to it. It's gonna happen. That is a dour outlook. (laughs) Even for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fast forward. We're at the doctor's office. Oh, we're in the office. We're inside? I don't know. We're outside. We're we're getting to go in. You probably threatened to beat my ass in front of everyone, and that's how you got me into the office. I'm just going to base this on my own job. <laughs> You've already lied to me because I'm probably getting a shot. 
this is what happened. Every time I went to the doctor, I'm, I asked my mom, are they going to put that giant popsicle stick in my mouth and choke me to death again? And she'd be like, no, don't be stupid. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's how my mom sounds. And I'd be like, okay, I trust you. You're my mom. Guess what? I sit down on the table. The first thing they do, open the mouth. I'm sticking the popsicle stick down your throat and choking you to death. Every single time. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. That's where I was. That was my motivation for Froggy. Okay. We're in the clinic. We're waiting for Dr. Mugwort, which I assume is not that cute rat, mole, whatever the fuck that is. It's the frog lady person. Yep. Okay. I say lady because of the high heel on this ugly ass shoe. There's also a plaid skirt involved. And she's got one of those like older lesbian do's where it's sort of like a really short do and kind of in a mohawk. Like, she's got a pretty cool haircut for a frog. But ugly little glasses, like Benjamin Franklin glasses. This Uh, is what she's wearing. And then, of course, a lab coat with some shit sticking out of the pocket and a stethoscope. And, of course, she's got the popsicle stick that she's forcing down the frog's throat. Yeah, and she just keeps all the rest of her popsicle sticks and her thermometer in her pocket. That's unsanitary. That's unsanitary. No. All right. (laughs) I'm Dr. Mugwort. Oh, okay. Let's get that cute little froggy behind up on the examination table. That's creepy. I don't like you talking about my behind. I'm a kid. Well, if you like, I can refer to it as, in the medical terms, place your posterior on the examination table. Thanks, I guess. Don't give me a shot. You're not going to give me a shot, are you? No, first I'm going to stick this popsicle stick down your throat and choke you. No! (laughs) (laughs) Just let me place my hand around the back of your head. No! This is so much therapy! (laughs) And jam it down your throat and look in your mouth. (laughs) Alright, that looks fine. Now for your shot. My mom said I wasn't going to get a shot. Well, she lied to you because I told her in the call beforehand that you would be getting a shot. (gasps) More therapy! Mom, how could you? Why would you lie to this sweet froggy face? I well, trusted you. We gotta hurry and get this over. I gotta get to my massage after this. Oh, fuck, you're a narcissist. You don't give a shit about me, do you? I also wonder why I had to take my clothes off and I just have this open back gown on. Can we just do a tangent real quick? <laughs> True story. I had to go get a physical for the first time. I was a teenager. Apparently I had to so I could start a new school. Whatever. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've always been fat and they had no gowns that would fit me correctly. And so they gave me this one and told me I had to tie it myself, which was very hard because the ties are in the back. And it was totally like a good portion of the back was mm. open and yeah. I had to be naked. Straight up. <clears throat> straight up naked with this short gown on like it, it maybe, maybe mid thigh. Jeez. Oh, open back. I had to, I had to put my butt to a frosted window to do these like jumping jacks and jump up and down on one leg over and over again for a certain amount of time while the nurse and my mom just stared at me it was the most humiliating thing yeah it was so humiliating yeah so that was fun and that's what this reminds me of. that's why frogging's having a hard time well i don't know what this the moral of the story of froggy goes to the doctor is wait are we done i don't know i'm not you're not feeling it. You're not feeling the froggy situation. Yeah, because what's the point? He gets a shot. His mother's lied to him. And he has to go to therapy. 
And yeah. next time he's not going to want to go. He's going to go kicking and screaming to the doctor because she keeps lying to him about it. Yeah, true. Just tell him the truth. Comfort him. Say, it's going to be fine. I'm going to be right there with you. I'm not an asshole. Yeah. He's just going to laugh at you about it. Maybe that's how the book goes. I don't know. I hope that it's something positive. From the sample, he gets out of bed and then it fades to black. So, so that doesn't seem like it's going to go good. <laughs> Well, Haley, maybe we can tie together a couple of your hates. Okay. Inspirational children's books and your favorite life hacks. Oh, no. Ninja life hacks, self-management, eight books box set. Why are they ninjas? Life hacks. Are this is just for ninjas or this is I, by ninjas? I, th- it's, I think it's by ninjas. I don't know if it's for ninjas, but it's by ninjas. There's Impulsive Ninja, Lonely Ninja, Sad Ninja, Ambitious Ninja, Zen Ninja, Feelings Ninja, Motivated Ninja, Self-Disciplined Ninja. I didn't know that ninjas needed so much life hacks. Uh, apparently. I feel like the ninja life would be, like, streamlined. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. They don't look like ninjas. Oh, okay, they do have ninja masks on. Yeah. Okay, so these are cartoon children dressed like a Power Rangers ninja set mm, collection yeah, group squad mm-hmm. what it do ninjas have a group name you know like a, a gaggle of ninjas do they <laughs> what is a group of ninjas called a, a ninjoid maybe it's like crows a murder of ninjas because uh, the ninjas are usually assassins yeah okay these are child brightly colored power ranger ninjas Man, yeah. And apparently yeah. they need lots of life hacks for every part of life. Yep, there's ninja life hacks, emotions and feelings. Oh, I need that one. <laughs> ninja life hacks, growth mindset book. What? Ooh, ninja life hacks, leadership book. So you can be a leadership among children. This is for children? Mover and shaker. That's self-management, weird. self-awareness, decision-making. Wow. Ooh, Ninja Life hacks social awareness and relationship skills. Oh, interesting. That sounds good. I mean, I probably needed all of these as a kid. Let's get these little ninjas some awareness, social awareness. There's a lot of ninjas. Wow. That's at least 40 ninjas. Yeah. Perfect They're all, ninja. They all look like little ninja. aliens. They're so brightly colored. So, okay, as a ninja, though... You're kind of under the radar. So the things that they are are representing, like say, what I'm saying is I wouldn't be depression ninja because my depression is kind of on display. Mm. You okay. know, it's not a hidden thing. So if you're the ninja of laziness, are you pretending to be really productive and you're lazy when nobody is around or you keep that? <clears throat> like a shameful secret and your it's basically your life purpose is to learn to be okay with your laziness i think this is more about like it's kind of like care bears so that's just the thing you're representing yeah i mean this the humble ninjas like being humble how do you describe <laughs> being humble like how do you draw that i mean apparently it's it's i guess praying oh that's more like <laughs> grateful spiritual ninja yeah so growth mindset ninja <laughs> is just working on them abs is that correct because he's just lifting weights no but see he's got his brain there his brain has a sweatband on and a jump rope and he's 
you know, working that brain and doing some <laughs> curls at the same time. Are you, would you be worried, Ninja? Nervous, Ninja? You're a real nervous ninja. What? <clears throat> Hopeful Ninja is, is also is an, an astronaut. astronaut. Yeah, I've just been reading them. I haven't been looking. I guess I need to look more. I need to accept <clears throat> them, Haley. Compassionate Ninja loves dogs. Motivated Ninja is strapped to a rocket. <laughs> confident oh, Ninja. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know about that pose what? for Confident Ninja. Yeah, it's a Hitler, Hail Hitler pose. For one, it's kind of a white ninja also with a cape he's a, a white savior cape. ninja that should be what his name is and he's got one, but confidence one is what arm is. forward in a fist they know what hail hitler pose means which i've said yeah there's brave ninja who just looks like he's questioning everything mask ninja aren't <laughs> they all <laughs> no but he's got an extra mask on to fight covid oh it's covid ninja that's a dumb name to call him Masked Ninja. They're all masked. I don't know. They're what's literally his... all masked. Maybe he has. Is he spraying anti-back at the COVID? I think so. There's a COVID coming at him like a ninja <laughs> star, and I guess he's spraying it with anti-back. This is a lot of ninja. Oh man, we can't go through all these ninjas. Really, oh you don't gosh. want to go through all the ninjas? It's a lot. This of is ninjas. craziness, and the way in which they're trying to show you visually the characteristic of this ninja ridiculous well there's a lot of the books wow you can really you know seeing something like this where it's just all a a ninja characteristic based let me teach you how to be a human being kind of stuff and then we're just gonna make shit tons of it and people are gonna buy it and it's gonna be helpful seeing something like this lets me think hmm Maybe I could do something like that. Yeah, I mean, we could we could do Inspiration Samurai and... No. <laughs> no, that's not going to go over well. We'll leave the ninjas to this lady, Mary Nin. N-H-I-N. I hope I'm saying that right. Anyway, cool. Like, okay, this is crazy, but I probably needed these books as when I was a kid. And this inspires me to try to make my own kind of, I don't know, book. Not even for kids. Although I have thought of different child books, child child books, kids' books. I wanted to write one of them based on Miss P, you know, because her little legs didn't work very well. Oh, yeah. All of, I think all of my children's books' ideas are like animal-based. It's like a, an animal character based on my dogs, usually. Well, apparently, these all get pretty high rankings. There's not really any low stars, at least on Amazon, for uh, for these books. So. Well, good. I mean, that's <clears throat> crazy that this is like a whole thing. And, you know, I don't agree with how they're depicted visually. And the, I think the names are kind of dumb, even though they're straightforward and you know what you're getting into. And like I said, I I probably needed these when I was a kid. Good for her. But, you know, (laughs) it is kind of inspiring, though. When you think about, like, she probably just had this idea. And now it's a whole fucking thing. It's a whole brand. It's a whole collection. Mm -hmm. She's got all these books and all this stuff. Ninja Empire. you know, most people have probably never even heard of it. Mm -hmm. And here she is. Successful enough she can keep making these things. Yeah. And it makes me think, hmm, what could I make? that would snowball into something resembling my idea of success. There are also some like real life topic, kind of more sad children, real 
Life children's books. Right. Oh. Uh, this particular Life's Challenges ones series. Oh. The Night Dad Went to Jail. Wow. What to expect when someone you love goes to jail. Okay. Ends with Dad. What to expect expect when your parents divorce. Oh, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Jeepers. What to expect <gasps> when your pet dies. Oh, no. Saying goodbye to Uncle Joe. What to expect when someone you love dies. This is probably more along the lines of what I would do. Yeah. Children's grief books. Mm. I would have a whole whole thing. The day mom said she wishes you were mentally disabled so she'd get money from the government for you. Yeah, that's my first title I'll be writing. (laughs) (laughs) My mom literally said that to me, you guys. I could write a whole bunch. (laughs) That night your mom locked herself in the bathroom and said she's going to kill herself. And you had to talk her out of it. Yes. (sighs) Yeah. Oh. That time your mom sent you an email because you told your grandmas that you had cancer and she said, I wish you didn't have cancer, but I still hate you. <laughs> well, at least you can laugh about it a bit. Still kicking. And there's some more real life inspirational children's books. Okay, so we've seen children's grief books. We've seen like a children's emotional help, kind of bettering mm. themselves, mm-hmm. self-awareness, yada, yada, a lot of different topics. Mm-hmm. And now there's like sort of uplifting, inspirational children's books. Yep, these, this is actually one by Chelsea Clinton. Oh, really? She persisted. Old Chelsea. 13 American Women Who Changed the World. That's cool. Good for you, Chelsea. And I think, yeah, she has another follow-up one. She persisted around the world. 13 women who changed history. She's going to have to write one that says, still she has to persist. (laughs) Mm -hmm. These fucking bastards can't leave well enough alone. There's your new title, Chelsea. (laughs) And it looks like there's there's even more She Persisted books. Ooh, there's a science one. Yep. She persisted in science. So yeah, apparently there's a whole series of She Persisted that goes on beyond what Chelsea Clinton, I guess, 27 books, that thing says right there. Oh, you're right. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, let's see this. Yeah, just lots of women and different women in sports. American Olympians, Harriet Tubman, Claudette Colvin, Sally Ride, Virginia Apgar. I don't even know who that is. Huh? Nellie Bly. Sonia Sotomayor. Yeah. Florence Griffith Joyner. Ruby Bridges. Claire Lem. You're going too fast. Clara Lem- Lemick. I don't know who that is. Margaret Chase Smith. See, I need to read these. I don't know who. I don't know who <laughs> some of these people are. Yeah, yeah. We should be aware. Helen Keller. Oprah Winfrey, even. Oh, some nice. more. Temple Grandin. Oh, yeah. Squeeze Machine. Patsy <laughs> Mink. Well, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah, so I need to read these because I don't know who some of these people are. Yeah, totally. Educational, historical, helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And it looks more inclusive because there's a black girl and a little brown girl and a little girl in a wheelchair on the cover. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's not something that you usually see, at least you never saw when I was a kid. Mm. So that's great. Oh, I like this. I'm Confident, Brave, and Beautiful, a coloring book for girls. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Because when I was a kid, I was not confident. I was brave, but I was told that I wasn't. And people thought I was beautiful. 
<laughs> but I certainly didn't think I was, and neither did anyone in my family. So <laughs> you're absolutely beautiful. It was this was was a coloring book that I needed as a kid, mm -hmm. because where I come from, it wasn't I wasn't it wouldn't have been good for me to be confident. Mm -hmm. That would yeah. have made me more of a target. More slaps to the face. And, you know, I certainly wasn't brought up to be brave because that would have meant that I talked back and stood my ground and spoke up. And those were things that my parents did not want me to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, any time that I had an opinion, I was told it was wrong. I was stupid. Shut up. My opinion doesn't matter. So to have something like this would be nice. Yeah. With, you know, trying to build me up. Because mm -hmm. ain't nobody else was. That's cute. And there's all kinds of little, like, doodle drawings on it. So there's lots to color. There's lots of little things to do. Like, I could see, like, having a slumber party. And yeah. me and my friends, like, we'll pick different ones. I'd want to color that dragon and the tree. But maybe my friend would pick the hot air balloon. And maybe some other friend who's weird would choose the broccoli. I don't know. <laughs> but we'd have fun doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I am curious. That was something else I wasn't allowed to be. Mm, oh yeah. look there's science stuff there's a raccoon water and plants water and plants doing. i'm doing that now <laughs> my plants are thriving you guys i as someone who has killed every plant i've ever owned this is a huge deal for me huge huge yeah. these are very cute and it's nice little affirmations really yeah absolutely i am uh, bright like yeah see i did think i was smart as a kid because that was the only thing I had. You know, that was, the, that was the thing I was good at. I was the A student. I was the mm. smart one. And I thought, okay, as long as I keep being smart, people will like me. They'll pay attention to me. I'll be worth something. Mm. So that's all I had. That's why getting a B on my report card, when that finally happened in... Hmm, 10th grade my ninth mm. grade geometry class it was all seniors i was i was a freshman <laughs> yeah so and i usually got a hundred on every test and so the teacher had to do some kind of grading curve because i was the only one that would get a really good grade <laughs> and everybody else would do shit and so she had to create some kind of of curve so then i ended up getting like 103 and i was so excited <laughs> yeah i was i was very i had to, i had to get good grades but it, it was when it was in 10th grade when i got a c on my report card for the first time that was chemistry hated mm. chemistry chemistry physics trigonometry those were the worst things for me and i got a c in chemistry but the teacher was also a shit because her daughter was a cheerleader and so she was a popular teacher because her daughter was popular oh. and everybody just like all the popular kids kind of glommed onto her and she's one that would like chit chat and gossip with the kids in class or they might rub her shoulders or something oh, that's weird you know it was like hey we're hanging out we're best friends kind of thing and so she didn't really do a lot of teaching she wasn't very helpful oh. and it was already kind of confusing to me i'm not I'm not the best with higher maths and sciences like physics and trigonometry and shit. I am mm. really, I'm not good at those at all. And so trying to learn them was really hard. Yeah. And then same for the trigonometry, like the trigonometry teacher. I don't even remember her now. It was a long time ago and I hated that class so much. I've blocked it out completely. I just know that I did not do well at all. And then like when I moved to Brunswick, Georgia from my junior year of high school, I was taking a 
a drama class and that teacher was also one of those like I'm not your teacher I'm your friend <laughs> and so she would have the kids would be rubbing her shoulders and hanging oh, out and yeah they were just like girls chit-chatting at a slumber party so there wasn't a lot of you know challenge or fun in that class and drama was like the only happy thing for me choir when I was in in North Augusta but and and drama but you know acting was the only thing I had that made me feel happy mm, yeah. and like I I had something that I felt I was good at you know yeah so when that class wasn't great and not what I wanted it to be and we didn't really do that much acting I was very upset and I was so mm -hmm. angry that the teacher would just like hang out and chit chat and gossip with the students and rub have them rub the, her shoulders and yeah. ugh, still just terrible not what's supposed to happen. Should be empowering students and, you know, distributing knowledge and yeah. Yeah, I think that's the definition of their job, but Yeah. This one was not good. I mean <laughs> look, I feel for teachers. I don't wanna be yes, one. Yes, true. I couldn't handle the job. Absolutely. But there's a right way and a wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And every coin has two sides. Little Proud Boy, is this gonna be the next book? I don't know if I... I, I didn't oh, find it no. Pro-life pro kids! There's literally a quote on here. Teach them when they're young. Wow. We're celebrating the end of Roe versus Wade. You know, for people that say certain people have agendas and are indoctrinating children, <laughs> they should take a look at this. Yeah, I mean, teach them when they're young. That kind of sounds like indoctrinating. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Hmm. What do you know? Hmm. You know, I'm surprised there's any kind of kids stuff geared to kids because for people who really want kids to be in the world, they don't give a shit about them once they are here on Earth. Yeah. That's just my two cents. You can get some some great t-shirts. Wow. Pro-life kid. Pro-life dad, pro-life mom. You know, look, if you want to get these t-shirts, you tell me who you are. I can see you coming and I can walk away. So go ahead. You want a pro-life whoever t-shirt? Get it. Protecting but that way life. I know to never be around you. Because these are the same people who aren't helping people of color, who aren't helping trans people, who aren't helping anyone else. Yes. Yep. And that's a whole nother can of worms. Haley hates pro-lifers. So yeah, there's that pro-life one. Then we can really start getting into like some of the crazies. Oh, you mean this isn't crazy? <laughs> Perpetuating pro-life <laughs> propaganda to children isn't crazy? How about the plot against the king? Oh, Lord. Is this about Donald Trump? You fucking know it. Are you fucking kidding me? I made a joke. But this shit, oh my God. The plot against the king. And there's little Trumpy with his tiny hands and his little scepter going, wah, wah, I was supposed to be king. And then, I don't know who this guy, this guy who wrote this, let's see, Cash Patel. Oh, so he made himself a wizard in this story? Yeah, the guy who wrote it, yeah. <sighs> God, I can't. Cash is a fucking dumbass, <laughs> I'll tell that to his face. Cash is full of himself and thinks very highly oh. of himself. For some yes. kind of dumbass prick who wrote a book about Trump being a king. He's he's very <sighs> proud of his like thinly veiled like name changes and stuff on here. Oh yeah, the Russonians. That's really yep. mysterious. Y'all wanna Fucking ban crazy. books and burn them? Burn this piece of shit. Yeah. 
but also I don't want you to buy it, so don't. Like, just turn the other way. I'm I'm sad that we're even talking about it on this podcast. All right, and one last children's book for you. Why are you show? <sighs> Here's the thing. There's not even anything funny to say <laughs> because it's a dumbass book written by some dumbass. <laughs> yeah. The author doesn't even apparently have a real name. They're just B conservative. What a crock of shit. It's called Make Children's Books Great Again. At the end of the day, there are good stuff out there, like She Persisted. Yeah, so I like educational stuff, but not when it's perpetuating the bullshit of hating everyone who's not like you. Yeah. When they're perpetuating white supremacy and all that other stuff. All of it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't. And hopefully... Kids are going to be smart enough to know better in the future. So, there is definitely good stuff out there. Indeed. I think we should probably leave it on that note, that there are good things out there, like She Persisted, and certainly some of the older ones are inspirational and somewhat problematic at times. You know, a seven-foot clown. Not okay. Not okay. (laughs) Even if it's riding a courageous engine. Yes. Still scary. Still creepy. Indeed. Look, I like some children's books. I hate others. I like if they're helpful and teach kids to be kind and open-minded and loving and they educate them and help them, yeah, handle shit better, be more self-aware, yeah, understand themselves and others, you know, just help them see themselves in a better light. Mm-hmm. You know, like the ones about kids with disabilities or yeah. I'd really love to see more children's books about fat kids that are oh, nice. Yeah. Like the fat kid can do whatever he wants. Like mm-hmm. his body can do this. His body can do that. She can go there. They can go here. You can do whatever you want in a fat body. It's just fat. Yeah. And it's just the hot, that's how it looks. It's a descriptor word. It's nothing bad. Mm-hmm. And any asshole who wants to make fun of it, they can put a dunce cap on and go sit in the corner. You know, that <laughs> I just, I would like to see more inclusive fat children books. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where I can, you know, set my sights on. Mm-hmm. That market. Yeah. I can become a, a god to the fat children. <laughs> a fairy godmother. Are you a god? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Always say yes. I just. But Haley, say one thing that's good about being obese. <laughs> Did you see that fucker? It's yeah. I I looked at that account. It's just a total fake fucking troll account. Yeah, it just looked like some kind of teenage kid. He's talking about. Anytime I post a picture of myself lately, there's always some little asshole who's like. Tell me one good thing about being obese. And the first time, the account looked like he had been around, so I figured he would check his comments, and I just wanted him to see it before I blocked him. And so to in, to answer his tell me one good thing about being obese, I answered, so dickweeds like you stay away from me. And then I blocked him. But somebody did that the other day. Same, same kind of looking kid, and same thing. Tell me one good thing about being obese. And now, you're blocked. You're blocked. Yeah, yeah. You don't have access to me. You're Unless... going to be a dick? Fuck off. Yeah, Deleted it as soon as I saw it. It's just yeah. dum-dums. Yeah. Just fucking dum-dums. Being mm. dumb. So, fuck you, dude. All right, Haley. I feel like we needed more scenarios to act out. I know. I know. I, I wasn't good at that. Yeah, and you went like straight bitch with the mom. <laughs> straight bitch. I thought it would most, you know, mess. Piss me off. <laughs> yeah. 
piss you off, Joe. Exactly. That's what I told the people. <laughs> and I was right. I just wanted to say comic books. Let kids read them. Read them yourself. There's mm. all kinds of great stuff out there. I know I was grown up when I was a kid. I was not performing at my age level for reading and math and things like that. Oh, and really? I, I didn't know that. Some tutors, and I used to have to go to the special, like, class. I had to do, at least, like, for math, I had to do these computer games really? sort of to get up. Oh. But I had a, an English tutor at one point, and they got me into comic books, and that really kind of got my got me going on on reading and enjoying reading and then from there then it progressed and then I got into all kinds of other you know kind of Lord of the Rings and and then got into sci-fi stuff like Michael Crichton books and things of that nature and also in comic books there's all kinds of there's tons now of just like you know socially important ones mm -hmm. I read this great one by George Takai that kind of detailed his childhood going to the Japanese internment camps and their life in the internment camps and getting oh, out and stuff. Yeah. And it was, it was... I didn't know he wrote one. Yeah. I was reading another one called Gender Queer, a memoir. It's, you know, about, you know, kind of finding who you are and stuff and how that works. And Oh, interesting. It's, uh, it's good. Yeah, and, I will say, like, if you if you're a nerd family... Or you go, you like to go to comic cons or whatever. There's a lot of books and a lot of yeah, more in depth comic books and graphic novels and but still a lot of authors, a lot of books there. There's yeah. actually so I've been obsessed with my Goodreads because I've read seventy percent of the books <laughs> I set out to read this year already, and I'm so happy of myself. So I've been obsessed with my Goodreads, and there was a book that came up. I don't know if someone that I'm friends with on there had read it or not. But I added it to my I want to read it list. And I, I think it's a, a novel and people of color are the primary characters. And I think one's a mermaid or something. I don't know. I just I loved the cover <laughs> and I loved the idea of it and the synopsis when I read it, though I don't remember it off the top of my head. And I added it to my list. And then I just saw yesterday that the author who wrote that book is going to be at the Portland Comic-Con Rose City that we're going to in mm. September. So I'm very excited. I think I'm going to wait and buy the book once we're there from yeah. her. So yeah, yeah. So don't forget to go to like the, the author alley or whatever at, at your favorite local Comic-Con. Yeah. Because there's always, there's always tons to look at and tons to find for a variety of people. So check that out. Yeah, yeah. The George Takai book was They Called Us Enemy. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, very interesting, and yeah, it's a good read. So, Do you have any final words? Any sage advice? You know, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Buy nice books for your kids. Reading is very important, so I hope yeah. kids are still reading and not just on phones and, and tablets and shit. There are some really great, you know, inspirational, like, life-changing kids' books out there that can really help help kids see themselves in a positive light, which is very important. You know, if you don't want your kids to grow up and be like me with a lifetime of trauma, support them, comfort them, help their nervous system, teach them how to be good humans and how to respect their, themselves and, yeah. and to see, see good positive things in the world not to spiritually bypass where everything's supposed to be positive. They can still have feelings. They can still feel those feelings 
feelings aren't bad. Anger is not bad. It's teaching you something. It's teaching you about setting boundaries or are helping you understand what you love and what's important to you and what means a lot to you so you can stand up for yourself or yeah. or change change something. I'm just saying, like, I wasn't allowed to be angry as a kid. I wasn't allowed to have feelings at all. Everything I felt was wrong. I was told it was wrong. It was stupid. Yeah. I was being too dramatic. I was being too sensitive. I was, you know, I needed to just get over it. And that's not, it's not the way for anybody to live. And so I think mm -hmm. there's lots of adults that have grown up thinking that, well, anger is bad. I need to be happy all the time or I'm failing as a human. No. If you're feeling all of your feelings, you are succeeding as a human. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. We have feelings. We feel them. Yeah. But there's a good and bad way to go about handling them and processing them. And we need to remember that we have to be like, okay, I'm angry. What am I angry about? This thing. Well, why am I angry about that? Oh, because it makes me think of this thing. That must be, you know, does that from my childhood? Does that remind me of something that happened mm -hmm. to me previously? Oh, that's the issue. That's the thing that I need to work on. So it's really not about this. It's about something that happened a long time ago but this thing is reminding me of it and i recently read a book by nedra nedra tawab called set boundaries find peace i believe that's what it's called i'm high so i can't remember exactly but it's all about setting boundaries and anything that makes you angry or frustrated or upset or sad any of those kinds of of you know sort of frustrating upset feelings where you're yeah. not joyful or happy or calm those feelings are telling you something they're telling you that something is off for you and you need to set boundaries around it and to help yourself feel like you're in a good space for what you need and of course we're all different so that's yeah. gonna feel different for everybody but I just you know it's I don't think it's something that people normally think about mm -hmm. when they have any of those you know quote-unquote negative feelings that you know they might be self-aware enough to know that it's from something else or it's because it reminds them of something else that happened to them but i think the idea of setting boundaries around that or saying okay well i don't want it to go like that again i don't want to feel like that again from this situation happening so what can i do to make sure that that doesn't happen again or that people know i'm not okay with that mm. i don't i don't think that we always think about that so yeah yeah it was very enlightening to me because i i still need to work a lot on setting boundaries and a lot of things make me angry and frustrated and sad <laughs> so you know it's definitely a a constant work where you're you know constantly reevaluating. well who am i now how does that make me feel now do i i need to tweak that boundary do i need to set a new one do i need to to you know move on to something else can i just you know let that part of life flow how it needs to and i can work on this part so yeah boundaries important and it's a great book to read if you need like a helpful overview of boundaries i felt like it was like sort of a friend with tough love like girl you need to look if this is happening and you feel this way you need to set boundaries and here's what you could do Here's some different ways of dealing with that. But it's like sitting, I felt like it was like sitting with a friend and then being like, okay, you need, you need to check yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I liked that. It was, huh. it was comforting to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. So check out that book, you guys. Yeah. All right, folks. If you have a favorite children's book from when you were little, or maybe you have kids and you have to read to them or 
So you have a favorite currently. Maybe your kid has a favorite. You know, obviously they're not going to listen to the podcast, but I'd love <laughs> to hear about children's books that you like or children's books that you hate if you've read some really shitty ones. Yeah. I mean, come on. So let me know. Maybe I can read the book and see what I think about it. I think that'd be fun. Anyway, that's our show today. I hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope that Froggy wasn't too shrill for you. I hope that you understand the nightmare that was a seven foot tall clown pointing trains in different directions all of a sudden as he came to life. I just, I would be terrified if he showed up. You know, he reminded me, you know, in the 80s, those like balloon clowns where they were like the stiff clown in the arcade and you, you popped a oh, balloon on their mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. It would just be like seven feet tall. Hey, hey. Oh, no, can don't. You, can you get us toys across the mountain? <laughs> I am terrified and disgusted. And I can't look you in the face when you do that or I'll never look at you again. It'll be too terrifying. Kind of like that fucking video you made where you turned yourself bald. I, that still gives me nightmares. I should post that on our Instagram so people could see what a nightmare it is. Sean with no hair? Fuck no. There was this... You can... Snapchat has a Windows app you can install to do filters for your webcam on your computer or whatever and this one made totally bald so i don't know i guess i was looking kind of cute in the beginning yeah so here's the thing you handed me your phone so i could look at some photo and then i zoomed out because i'm nosy and i saw this photo of you that you hadn't sent to me and you looked really cute the background looked nice the lighting was great you were making having your little smile and I was like, oh, he looks cute in this. Why didn't he send it to me? I click on it because I was going to send it to myself. And then it started changing. And I was like, why is it moving? Why is this a video? What's going to happen? What is this? Why didn't he send it to me? What's going to happen in this video? And slowly he loses all of his hair. So it's just Sean, Sean with this shiny ass bald white dome and it was like Uncle Fester and it was yeah. terrible. It was, very it was awful. And I... I, it was like seeing a spider where I want to be like, ooh, and like throw it, you know, like throw the phone. It was frightening. And I was like, what is this? And then it didn't help that I started making faces like, ooh. You started making these, these awful demonic faces where I was just like, what? It was like you were dying. It's like you're being possessed. I mean, I totally forgot about that because the bald head was enough, but... Yeah, you started making these horrible faces. And it was nightmarish. It is awful. And so now I'm probably going to have to show the people. I'm not going to look at it, you guys. I'm going to turn my head, but I'm going to post it. I can't look at it. It's disturbing. And you'll be disturbed, too. I guarantee. <laughs> Sean may not even let me post it. I was trying to say goodbye. You see what happens. This is who I am. We'll talk to you next time. Look, I'm sorry the podcast was late. We are adult human beings. Shit got real. There's a lot of stuff this week. We couldn't work it in. So you're getting it now. You know, it is what it is. We try to be consistent. It doesn't always work. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you for tuning in. Check us out next time. It'll be next week at this point. <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. So I hate to say goodbye.
But your caboose looks great. Carry on. <laughs> Bye. Sashay away. <laughs> Bye. Bang bong. Ding dang dong. Bang bang bong. UK, UK. hon. <laughs>